On this week's episode of Overheard the Pantry, we are taking it back to the early 2000s. We're super hyped over the Fall Out Boy Green Day and Weezer tour that was just announced this week, and we are reminiscing on the days of being in fandoms pre-Twitter and what that was like for us. We also talk a little about where we are in 2019 and what we want to do to finish off the year because y'all there are only a few months left of 2019 and then we are ushering in a new decade so if you are ready to get into these snacks crack open the pantry door and let's get into it welcome to the pantry it's courtney and felicia thank you for joining me and felicia nice thanks I wish my name rhymed with stuff, because then it would make it even more fun. Your name rhymes with stuff. Felicia, she completes ya. Wow. You could do do like a good phrase. I liked that one. When you meet your husband, like that can be like one of his vows. Like Felicia, (laughs) she completes ya. Uh Uh-huh. Now I'm gonna wed ya. You know what I mean? Yeah. They I'll help him write it. Go ahead and add that to the Pinterest board for my future wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you have a good wedding. My coworker and also really good friend is planning a wedding for me. So, really? Yep. She um, has the Pinterest board ready. Where would you get married? I don't know. I think it just depends on who I marry. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm ready to meet him. Yeah. I'm sure he's very nice and kind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Better be fucking. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> so, Felicia. Are you about to ask me a question? <laughs> I hear I your about voice. Ask, I am about to ask you a question. Can I tell you what I did on Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Those are like the trumpets going mm-hmm. off in my head. I was hearing like royal trumpets. Yeah. Okay, so there's this um this girl that I've known since like elementary school. Um, she lives out here, and she was t- actually telling me the story on Sunday that she was like doing her makeup one day, and she was like in the bathroom, and all of a sudden she heard my voice on Holly Scoop <laughs> on her laptop, oh. and she like freaked out. I invited her to my birthday like celebration drinkation blackout night whatever and then she was telling me that she was starting her own like cannabis accessory business you know what i mean so she had invited me to like it's not a festival but it's not like a it was like a it's called a sesh like it's called the summertime sesh okay and and, like, what it was was, like, it was at someone's nice-ass house, mm-hmm. and it was, like, in their backyard, and they had, like, two fucking pools, like, a pool and, like, a jacuzzi area, and it was, like, all of these cannabis vendors. So, like, cannabis, um, like, the one v- woman did all sorts of edibles. So she did, like, Fruity Pebble edibles. She did, like, uh, cannabis-infused ice cream, like, sorbets, popsicles, 
it was like so dope. The other stands did like these like drinks, like these Michelada drinks that have like some sort of like infused spice around the rim. Mm. And then other places were just doing like artwork. It was just like a really cool place. So they were doing like glassware. It was very, very dope. I had never been to anything like that. So you know it was what I like mean? a thing that had multiple vendors there that all kind of were together. Yeah, and you know, there were live performances, there was like a raffle, there was food, like cannabis-infused food. Like, are you kidding me? It sounds like a a cannabis version of um, a wedding expo. Felicia, yes. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. It was just like this, uh, like a specific kind of like, audience i felt like Mm -hmm. and brand Mm -hmm. they just curated all of these different companies to come out who just a couple months ago we were sitting eating ramen and she was like i want to you know take my business business to the next level i want to take the next step and i was sitting there like girl do it yeah like you know what i mean i think a lot of us and i'm definitely guilty of this uh, i like to try to wait until things are like perfect Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want to do this and I want to have this and I want to get this ready. But like sometimes, I mean, all the time, life doesn't wait. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you don't want to miss your moment because you were too careful or you were trying to plan too hard. Or you were trying to be too prepared. Sometimes you just need to get out to the flea market with your rack of your clothes and your accessories and meet your people, meet your audience, meet yeah. your customers. I love what you just said because um, I just found my senior high school yearbook and Mm -hmm. my senior quote was the Paramore lyrics, you can't be too careful anymore when all that is waiting for you is something, something, you've got to reach out. I don't remember the words, but something like what you just said. Girl. That was my senior quote. Look at us. See, I'll be knowing. When all that is waiting for you won't come any closer. You've got to reach out. You can't be too careful. Yep. You can't. It's very true, Felicia. I feel like you, you'll you miss your... Not that... I feel like windows aren't real. You know when people say, mm-hmm. like, you miss your window. I feel like you more, like, miss your bus. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you can always, like, ra- open a window. You know what I mean? No window's ever permanently shut, I feel like. But when that bus leave your ass, that bus leave your ass, Felicia. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to turn back around. So you don't want to miss your mom. Hillary Duff said it, damn it. Why not? Yeah. Why not take a Why crazy chance? Why fuck not? Hell yeah. So Sunday was dope because it was just something different. It definitely was like my kind of scene, I felt like. Yeah. Everyone was really nice. It sounds like a fun time. Girl... <laughs> Girl, all I had to do was just sit and be entertained. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone is just really nice about, oh, my God, like, I started this business in my basement when I was 20 years old before cannabis was even legal. And now it's legal. And now I I have, like, a legit business. And, like, my parents are so proud of me. Like, everyone has all these different, like, success stories or just, like, positive stories. It's cool. I kind of like seeing that side because, you know, not not that this is a weed episode, you guys. Hang on. But, like, <laughs> it's nice to see sort of, like, the positives of cannabis because I know, especially where I come from, my town, 
weed is just sort of looked at as just like as bad as like heroin or like the opioids or oh, the yeah. fentanyl. Yeah, for and sure. It's, it's not. It's just not. Okay, I'm done with Courtney's cannabis corner. <laughs> Was that your question? Did your question have to come from that or? That was my my question was, can I tell you what I did on Sunday? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were about to ask me to do like say something because you were like, Felicia. And I'm like, are you about to ask me a question? And you're like, yes. Not that question. That question's later on in the show. Oh, see, OK, for you guys that don't know this background before we started the episode courtney <laughs> told me that he had a question for me but he was going to ask me on the podcast so i thought that he was right right here here one two three let's go bitch click record here's the question <laughs> and the whole time you were like explaining that i'm thinking okay what's the question gonna be where's it what's he me, gonna I'm ask me fine. i'm like is he gonna ask me what my dream is <laughs> how i'm gonna achieve it <laughs> Y'all know I'd be unclear as hell sometimes. My apologies, everyone. My apologies, Felicia. You don't have to ask me if you can ask me a question. You can always ask me whatever you want to, Courtney. Thank you. That is very nice. You are somebody that. that would not scare me with any question. Oh, my God. Some people be scared when I be asking them some questions. They be scared, girl. Mm -mm. I like it. Thank you. Controversial questions, everything. Ask me whatever. Ooh. Well, Felicia, I do want to ask you, how does it feel to be getting excited and ready and prepared for this tour that we're going to see? It's very exciting. I can't wait. I feel like we need to look it up because I feel like you have said, seen 2020, right? What? Like, we're going to be seen in 2020. Yes. Isn't that I'm what ready. you've tweeted before? So now with sure. Fall Out Boy, Green Day, and Weezer going on a huge tour together, it's the time to thrive. You want to know something crazy? Yes. I never was a Weezer stan, but let me tell you something, Felicia. To this day... And when I tell you, if you're listening to this, I want you to imagine my black ass face as serious as fuck when I say this. I have to be honest. Beverly Hills by Weezer is in my top five of yeah. all time. I fucking stand that song. That Are you kidding? That is my, that is, that is me. Yeah. I used to be in Pennsylvania, in the Pocono Mountains, listening to 98.5 KRZ, Rocky and Sue in the motherfucking morning, bitch. Listening to, uh, or jumping Jeff Walker and Amanda, bitch, in the afternoon and evening, bitch. Um, and that song comes on every single hour, period. So, like, as if I didn't manifest, I mean, well, I don't live in Beverly Hills, but girl, I'm certainly not far away, sis. Um, I just felt like that's always kind of been like my, one of my many theme songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now I want to take the next year. To really get into Weezer even more, because I've really, I've really enjoyed Green Day and I've really enjoyed Fall Out Boy, but like Weezer's always kind of been the one I've never really checked out as much. So now I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you would like them. Um, one of my favorite Weezer songs is called "Buddy Holly." Do you, 
Do you know who Buddy Holly is? I don't want to. Wait, is that the one that's like, I do this? uh, Wait, what song is that one? Wait, they have a song that's. Hang on. I'm going to find it. I look just like Buddy Holly and you're Mary Tyler Moore. Hang on, Felicia. You just jogged my memory. I I don't care what they say about us anyway. I don't care about that. You're talking. Wait, which one are you saying? Which I'm over here singing pork and beans. Oh, I love yeah. that song. Do the thing. That's a hit. Yeah. I forgot about My that. name is Jonas. Oh, I'm looking at their track list now. My name is Jonas. I'm, yeah, I know more Weezer songs than I... Say It Ain't So. Myself. You know that from Rock Band, if you played Rock Band. Say It Ain't So. Huh. See, now I'm ready, Felicia. Well, I'm very excited. They can have my money. Island in the Sun. That's another one that you probably know. On an island in the sun. I'm over here trying to make sure my laptop doesn't fall. Sorry. Oh, Troublemaker. That's another one that's fun. Troublemaker? Yeah. Well, I'm ready to play her out. What should I wear, Felicia? <laughs> I don't know. I can't wait to figure out what we're going to wear. I I mean, like, I will wear a Fall Out Boy shirt. I'm ready to give Hot Topic 2005. Imagine if I could, like, lose enough weight to where I could fit in a shirt from high school that I had a Fall Out Boy shirt. <laughs> Me starving myself for the Fall Out Boy tour. Felicia, your ass better eat. Nobody got time <laughs> for that. Lordy. I'm excited. I feel like that's going to be, like, an experience. I feel like this is, like emo avengers yeah like give me everything i want i will say just for everyone listening i really need y'all to know that i was very upset um the other evening because i realized this is going up on friday the other evening because all three bands literally played one town away like literally one 15 to 20 minute drive away from my house but I could not go because I had a work dinner mm. and I needed to be an adult. And it was I like a spur of the moment the show too. Yeah, it was like a spur of the moment show. Like I literally found out like leaving the office and I was like, <sighs> It was really cool since it was in a little club too, which it's been like a long time since I know at least Fall Out Boy has played in a setting like that. And I saw that Pete um, stage-dived um, during Saturday. I was Saturday, looking at the pictures. Which is like a throwback. See, okay, this is my... I feel... <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this, and I don't know what I want to say about this. But I just want everyone listening to know that Fall Out Boy was my band in high school. And I am your elder. So... <laughs> me speaking to the new Fall Out Boy fans. So hey, I feel like I should have some kind of like, like I've, I, wow, I sound like a bitch, but listen, this was my <laughs> fucking band, y'all. Like I was on Twitter and I was looking and people are like, um, what is the Fall Out Boy fandom called? And they came up with all these names that I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? I'm sorry. I'm trying to not sound like get off my line, but bitch, if y'all, mm, let me not be mean to new fans. Anyways, let me just say this. <laughs> No, she didn't. She said, bitch, I'm about to tear y'all in this real quick. I have my fucking scars, bitch. I was an overcast kid. Um, y'all don't even know what it was like back in the day 
Not that you're any less valid because you're a new fan, but, um, yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just feel like... (laughs) Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because I feel like there's a lot of new kids that are the age that I was whenever I first heard Fall Out Boy. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, they don't understand, like... We'll try to undo what we did. (laughs) (laughs) They just don't understand what it was like growing up in 2005 with Fall Out Boy. Times are different. Things have changed. Um, And I just hope that they've done their history. Well, girl, you know some of them will. Because, like, uh, I'm like, how do y'all not know what the Overcast kids were? They... You know what it is, Felicia... I think that kids these days, they just, what do I, how do I want to say this? I, I don't even know how to put into words what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Me either. I don't know how to put into words what I'm trying to say. It's kind of like, I don't, I don't know. I, I just feel a special bond with the people that. I knew back then and we have our little group on Facebook where we all still chat and we have our own sense of humor and we have our own fandom jokes that the new generation of fans do not have and it feels special. Do you know what it is Felicia? You know what I can compare it to? I can compare it for me it's like that with T. Minaj and the Barbs. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like we've been around since, like, 08 mm-hmm. through now, right? And then there's, like, the – we call them the Barbies uh-huh. a lot of the time. It's, like, the people that came out during, like, the pink print. Like, Anaconda stands. Mm-hmm. Like, we call them, like, Anaconda stands. Like, bitch, Nikki has been around for so much longer than that. Or, like, people uh, – like, a mixtape song will play in, like, a viral meme on Twitter or whatever. And, like, you'll see a bar be like, oh, my God, is this new? What song is this? And it's a song from, like, 2009. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Or, like, off of a mixtape. Yeah. It's just different. It is. It's it's different. How we go about it is just different. The things that we tweet about different. The things that we decide to screenshot and not share with our timeline that we instead DM. Yeah. It's, it's different. Like we, the people that I'm friends with that, like I said, I grew up with on Overcast Kids, which if you guys don't know, let me go ahead and explain it. It was the Fall Out Boy fan club and you had to like pay a membership to join it. And you got access to a message boards that were just for overcast kids. So we all developed friendships over there. We went to shows together. Back in the day, Fall Out Boy used to do this thing called a flyaway, which I never got to go to, which is very sad. But they would do it for the overcast kids. And you could pay this money and you could go to wherever this place was. And it might be like, I don't remember where it actually was, but let's say... Disney World, for example. So you would go to this flyaway to this hotel and you would all stay in the same hotel and Fall Out Boy would be there too and they would come hang out with you and you'd go to the park with them or go to the zoo or whatever it is and it would be like a fun little adventure all together. So we used to do shit like that. Um, And that's how the bond formed. I mean, we talked about things other than Fall Out Boy much like people do now on Stan Twitter. But we had our own message boards so we all kind of like we it felt it felt like that was the fandom right but now it's much bigger 
than that. Like, we literally, we make jokes about Pete all the time. Pete Wentz. We, like, mm-hmm. pick on him all the time, and we drag him, and blah, 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 blah. So, one day, somebody came into the Facebook group, and they were like, wow, I can't believe you guys are dragging Pete. He has anxiety. You're making his world horrible. And we're like, listen. I bye you don't get this like we've been here since 2005 that's annoying but i know i know it's the same it's the same thing yeah let me ask you this felicia Mm -hmm. i've been thinking about this a lot lately do you think stands ruin celebrity culture that's a loaded question yeah what do you but what you mean like Sometimes I feel like stands take the fucking fun out of it. Yeah. And I, sometimes, like, I feel like, I, like, I can't like somebody without it being an issue or I can't dislike what someone has done. Or, like, I hate when, like, people can't separate the music from being quote-unquote what they deem problematic. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel I like before the internet, like a lot of the shit that we know, even just in terms of like charts, album sales and stuff like that, like we didn't know about any of that stuff. Like right. loving the shit out of Britney Spears was just loving the shit out of Britney Spears. Like loving in sync was just love it, like damn it, that Lance Bass. Like you know what I mean? I yeah, wasn't. Yeah, I mean like, like for example, whenever I was positions. looking through my oh sorry. <laughs> no, go for it. Go over for it. you. <laughs> No, girl. I thought you had stopped and then you were still talking. (laughs) This is damn internet. This is what happens when we, um, when you record across the country. Literally. Literally. Um, I was just going to say that I was thinking about that, about how we didn't know charts and keep up with that because I was looking at my high school yearbook and it said Fearless was the number one album of that year. And I'm like, well, I know that now, but at the time I didn't think about that or know that. Like, I didn't care, but, yeah. like, now everyone makes it so much about that. And it, sometimes I feel like it takes the fun out of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was different when it was just, like, magazines being, like, Christina or Britney. Now yeah. it's just, like, you can't even, like, like somebody loudly and proudly without it being, like, so-and-so's better, mm-hmm. so-and-so outsold, so-and-so. Like, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. And I feel like Stan's kind of created that culture and it kind of dampens the fun of it. Yeah. Like, it's two sides to it, but I feel like the more bigger side is the shitty side, yeah. unfortunately. No, I get what you mean. Because, uh, it's, like I said, for example, like, we pick on Pete, and we always have for over 10 years picked on Pete, and then somebody comes in, they're like, he has anxiety. Why would you pick on him? So, girl, he's fine. That's our relationship with him, and he knows that. Like, they would get on the message boards. Like, the members would get on the message. Like I said, they went to the freaking flyaways. Like, it was a different time. Exactly. And a lot of times I have to remind myself, it was just a different fucking time. It was pre-Twitter. Ugh. And I love Twitter. Me too. But, like, that should be toxic sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I love it. Not the toxicity of it all, but, like... Some days I just, I want to make, like, a whole new account and just, like, follow my whole timeline Mm -hmm. from my main account. Yeah. And just watch and just have nobody notice me. Yeah. Because it's just, like, sometimes I feel like I I can't even, like, say something without 
people just being offended for no fucking reason or taking it way deeper than it needs to be. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm chilling. And I think I think my frustration, now that I'm thinking about it, is maybe just with Stan Twitter in general. Because it's like, I don't have a Twitter account for Fallout Boy because that was yeah. never a thing. So now I feel like I'm less valid, but I've been here. Since I mean, before these hoes was born. Yeah, like, <laughs> and people that I know have been here longer than I have. Like, but we don't, we're not in that. And just to even think that there are Fallout Boy stan accounts is a weird concept to me because yeah. I've never known that. Uh. Yeah, what do those even look like? Same thing that the other ones do. Really? Mm-hmm. I've never seen one Fallout Boy Stan account on my Yeah, I had to look them up and follow some so I could keep up to date on what's going on. Because we <laughs> didn't have me. update accounts. Yeah. Yeah. I was literally. thinking about that. I'm like, how did we know what was going on? Checking down MySpace. Yeah. Because, like, if something happened at a Fallout Boy show... I wouldn't have known about it until the next day, maybe. You know? Now what Twitter we know it as soon They're live streaming. Look exactly what the fuck just happened right here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's a whole different world and um I really have I Fallout Boy will forever hold a place in my heart. I've got a Fallout Boy tattoo. They're very special to me, but I have not kept up with them. As far as stand wise, because that's just never that wasn't a thing. Yeah, I get that. So we're just adults. Yeah, I mean, I keep up with Twitter. Oh, I mean, Twitter. I keep up with Taylor like that, but that's different. I think that's the good sis. Mm Mm-hmm. You need to stay up to date on the good sis. Who knows yeah. what she may do? I have a question. What the hell was this goddamn Lover City concert shit I woke up to the other morning? I said, I didn't know this shit was happening at all. Oh, in France? Yeah. Yeah. Where the hell was I? I don't know. I didn't have not a single clue. I woke up and I was seeing these clips all over my goddamn timeline. I said, what the hell? Why she didn't call me? <laughs> I think like radio stations and stuff gave away tickets. You like had to win tickets to it. Oh. I think. Maybe you could also purchase tickets, but. Taylor, please do something in L.A. I'm ready. L.A. is so dried up. Taylor ain't done shit here. She need to do one thing here so I could go. I'm very surprised. Me too. It makes me feel like maybe she's planning something good. She's been quiet why... for, for like a couple days. Other than this concert. Mm-hmm. She's been quiet. I'm ready for this Santa Monica lover's lounge pop up mm. and that I'm ready for her to pop up as soon as I arrive Yes, like girl what you doing how you doing have you remind me have you seen Fall Out Boy Mm-mm. you haven't okay Mm-mm. I'm, that's why I'm very excited I don't think I've ever seen Weezer but I may be wrong I've seen Green Day once and that's because I went to um the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction when they got inducted and Fall Out Boy actually inducted them. I read that today. Did you? I was there. Mm-hmm. I read that today. Literally I read that today. I was like, holy shit. I've got a vlog wherever I went. 
Felicia, mm-hmm. do you think that this tour will be in your top three shows you've ever seen? Um, I think it's definitely iconic, mm. like legendary tours because of the names that are going. Um, mm. I have seen Fall Out Boy with Panic and I've also seen Fall Out Boy with Paramore. Ooh, so taste. Th- those, yeah. Whenever they went on tour together, it was, like, pretty cool. Can I be honest? Mm-hmm. This is so selfish, but, um, and I'm sure no one else wants this except for me, and that's totally fine. Like, <laughs> it won't be the first time. It won't be the last time either. Um, I need Cobra Starship to give us one more tour. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know what happened with y'all. Maybe Honest Boy made a video and I need to find that video. And if he has it, maybe I need to make that fucking video. But uh where is Cobra Starship? Like they disbanded, but why? I don't know. Things up Cobra style. I I need that. Like they were great. Yeah. Especially when they went uh dance pop on our ass. They said, Okay, now we need to secure the bag. Then they secured the bag and then uh what happened? I don't know. They were really good. I liked them. See, back in the day, y'all, they were fueled by ramen. Like I don't know if I've already yeah. said this on the podcast, but that was my name everywhere. Fueled by Felicia. That was my username. Me, Felicia. Like Fueled by Felicia. I live for that. It was. That was my Tumblr and that was like my AIM password or not password, username and like my email account was fueled by felicia like that was me i mean like where the academy is fallout boy paramore october fall bands people have never heard of like i was into all that shit because decadence cobra starship felicia you should do a video on those bands i should i've got to figure out how to format it but i really should because like i said these kids today bitch y'all just don't even know <laughs> honestly though like like myspace culture in general like the fact that the kids don't even i feel like remember i know history that they don't know yeah isn't you know? that crazy i feel like an <laughs> 80s mom now yes like, you know I'm what I, like, mean? I, d- I remember this happening and when this happened in the fandom I remember when Pete had his red hair. <laughs> um, oh, damn. On New Year's Eve. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, yeah, if y'all don't remember the dick pic. Like, y'all, oh, y'all my God. To, I had to pull shit. that. I pulled that shit up on Perez Hilton in info processing class, bitch. I will never forget it. Tenth grade. Oh, I my said, God. I, I said, what is this? And then they, like, made fun of it in the Thanks for the Memories music video. <laughs> yep. Holy shit, I forgot Pete's dick pic. I'm pretty sure that I have pictures of me holding up a sign that said that says like I've seen Pete's cock or something. I don't know why. I don't remember why that was like a meme or a thing. It was just everywhere. But there was something I don't know why I have that sign. Hmm. I think that this might slide into my top five. Yeah. I mean, not that I have, like, this long list of people I've seen, but, like, I think that it will be life-changing. Mm-hmm. Because we already know Lover Tour is going to be life-changing. Yep. Nikki, Nikki's literally going to st- step onto the stage and breathe, mm-hmm. and my life is going to transform. 
but like i really think that this will be a big deal you know who needs to like come back and do not maybe not an album but like where give us like three more songs where's evanescence oh i don't know i've really fucking lived for some amy lee where are they i liked them and i also liked Flyleaf. do you remember them i can feel your yes. oh yeah she was like a christian band that was like a christian band it was yeah that blew my mind because I didn't. I really didn't realize that the day I discovered Wikipedia and Felicia. Oh my God! So <laughs> help me, it is. It was so pathetic being a child that wanted to learn. I literally Wikipedia'd everything the God. day I discovered it, and Flyleaf was definitely one of the first couple things I did. Isn't it so weird that this is just like natural to people now, like kids? Like today that we're recording this is September 11th, and I was thinking like there are college freshmen that were born the day that that happened. Mm. it's 18 years deep that's deep like people that are seniors in high school were not born when that Mm. happened that's just like now an historical event in a textbook yeah and i remember whenever it happened people being like all right this is going to be something people learn about one day yeah but like we like i think for i think that was probably the first big thing world thing that i can remember happening yeah world thing for sure because i remember there was some astronauts that burnt up and that was a big deal but i don't remember which (laughs) when that astronauts that burnt (laughs) up there's a movie about that shut up really yes because i used to watch it a lot it's and um uh the, I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, Armageddon? Babe. And I don't want to... M- yes, Armageddon, yeah. Armageddon's not about that movie. It's not? Where the fuck... I mean, about that crash. They, like, crashed. What the fuck is Armageddon about, then? I don't know. That was, like, before that. That song with Aerosmith. I think I was, like, still living in New York. I was young as hell. When that came out, when they when these astronauts burned up, it was like it was like a two to three difference between September 11th and that. Really? See, I don't yeah. know my fucking time. I'm gonna have to I, Google it. I thought Armageddon was about that. Uh uh-uh. uh, these astronauts. I remember because I think one of them was black, and it was like a big deal, and everyone was like, "Oh no." <sighs> I'm gonna Google that because now now I'm kind of curious. It was. I remember my teacher was like really upset. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, shit, this is a tragedy. I, like, did not understand September 11th until I got home. I didn't know what the fuck was going on until I got home. I was in fourth grade. Mr. Messina was talking his ass off, and one by one, kids was getting picked up from school, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Really? And I got on that fucking school bus, and I got home. And when I tell you, I walked in the door to my house. Like, everything was, like, normal as fuck. Like, I saw my mom. I was like, hi! (laughs) She was like... Like, the look on her face, like, I knew something was, like, terribly wrong. Especially because my dad worked in New York at the time. I was going to say, you were pretty close to New York. We lived in Pennsylvania at the time, but my dad's job, he was commuting. So he was a New York City transit driver. Yeah. Yeah, he made sure to get his ass home, girl. He was not playing around with that. See, I knew what was happening because we... I was also in fourth grade, and my health teacher... He would have the news on every morning when we'd go into our health class. And this was on the TV because it had happened literally moments before we walked in. So we 
watched Holy it. Shit. We watched it. And because um, he was like, this is a historical moment. Like, I think it's fine for you guys to just watch this and talk amongst yourselves because he wanted to see it, too. So then we knew yeah. something was going on. And um, then when we went back to our, like, normal classroom setting, um, the teachers just, like, put on, like, PBS and we watched, like, Wishbone and shit like that. And um, the teachers all went in a room together and watched it. And I went to the office and called my mama and told her to come pick me up because I was a very anxious child. And I was like, something's happening. I don't know what's going on, but I know something bad has happened. So I went home. Holy shit. My mom was like, like, I was on the way to pick you up anyways. I'm dead. Your mom was like, imagine me taking chances, bitch. And that was the first time that I ever heard the word fuck. Wait, what? Or shit. One or the other. Yeah. Because they were playing the clip on the TV. The one, the clip of the building crashing. And the guy either says like shit or fuck or something. Because I remember being like, what does that word mean? (laughs) And my mom's like, it's a word people say when they're very upset. Whoa. You had never heard fuck before? I, it was either fuck or shit. I don't remember. Like ever in your life? No. My parents swear a lot. I mean, obviously that makes sense me now, but like, <laughs> holy sh! I'm used to hearing like, mother- like my dad says motherfucker, like, like the way I say bitch. Like it is just like every other word. It is I, insane to me. My parents cuss more now than they did, or than I heard them cuss. Like maybe I just had heard it. And didn't realize. I love that. You know? I've never heard that before. Yeah. Whoa. You made it all the way to the fourth grade without hearing fuck or shit. Your parents were killing it. <laughs> they were fucking killing it. I will, I'm going to fail that right away. Oh, me too. Same. Same. Oh, my God. As soon as the piss hits my face. Fuck. Here we go. <laughs> First time. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, Felicia, mm-hmm. I'm ready for my question. Yeah, go ask your question. Let's round the episode off with this question. I want to ask you, what has been the most enriching part of your 2019, and how do you plan to enrich it even more before New Year's Eve? The most enriching part of my 2019... I think that the closer I get to 30, the less I care about what people think of me. Mm. I've, ever since high school, I've kind of like slowly given less fucks about what people said about me because at some point in high school, there was some kind of connection to Fall Out Boy in in my brain. I remember what it was. It was an interview or something. And I, like, realized, I was like, you know what? People are going to just say what they want to say. Let me just do what I want to do and like what I want to like. Because I got picked on for liking Fall Out Boy. Um, But I think the closer I get to 30, which I'm not, I'm not about to be 30 tomorrow, y'all. It's still a couple years away. It's just my birthday is coming up, uh, so I'm, you know, thinking. Um, but I, I think I'm just kind of doing my thing. Like, I don't feel like I have to wear makeup every day. Like, I will wear, like, foundation and some, like, eyeliner, or not eyeliner, mascara, and I'll be fine, and I'm okay with how I look, and I don't worry about it. 
which is something that like I used to do. Like I used to be like, all right, I need to get up and put on a full face of makeup. Uh -uh. Little things like that, I think, are something that is new this year. I'm kind of getting more into things that are like therapeutic to me. Um, I have always liked the arts and I'm starting to do more of that. Taylor's whole a journal thing has inspired me to start journaling again, so I'm writing things down. I'm like, I don't know, I'm I'm painting now. I've gotten back into my watercolors, mm-hmm. and that's really fun because I can just sit here and mindlessly paint and listen to music, and it winds me down and takes my mind off of stuff. Um, so I think I'm just kind of, I've been like self-discovering in 2019 Mm. girl you better discover yourself yes yeah and i think i just want to keep doing that and um getting like my shit together like my house i need to like really clean my house that's something that i want to like get done like i want like to do like a cleaning cleaning of my house Mm -hmm. before the end of the year like i want to get shit organized throw stuff out that I don't need. I've been cleaning my office, which I haven't, like, gone through in five years, and it's just been collecting, like, things, like, lotions wow. that I have used two years ago that I never threw out because I didn't like or something. <laughs> so I just want to keep doing that, um, getting rid of things, donating donating things that I don't need, and, um, yeah. Well, damn, girl. Does that answer you better the question? come on. It does. I I think that you sound like a woman that is, uh, she's growing. She's growing even more into herself every single day, and it's beautiful. Yeah. That's a good thing. Congratulations. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, I think, I love to ask a loaded question, but I never prepared an answer <laughs> for myself. Which is fine. I, I love a spur of the moment moment. Um, but I will say, I think that the most in, the most enriching part of my year up until this point, I would probably say is just the fact that I really committed to exercising. Mm. And I know that sounds like such like a surface level thing but i have like commitment issues with hobbies Uh so i felt like taking on working out became it really sort of became like a lifestyle switch to be honest Uh because for a period of time for a huge period of time um my life literally just kind of revolved around like going to work going to the gym coming home farting around folding laundry going to bed but then once I kind of was able to like work it in Mm -hmm. to other things like I would still be able to like like there was a point where like I would go to the gym and then like I wouldn't hang out with anyone at all period Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean if you ask me to but now I sort of I've been able to sort of like work it into being social as well so I try not to shut down after extreme physical activity but also i would say just the fact that i've been more social in general has been a plus 
And I, I y'all can't see my face, but I did a slow eye roll when I said that. But uh, I think, although I'm not where I want to be in terms of just trusting people and understanding that no one is perfect, I think that I've gotten a lot better at understanding people's flaws and maybe not immediately writing them off at the first sign of caution. Mm-hmm. And I think for the rest of the year, I think I, I just want to continue to take care of myself. Yeah. Take care of myself and not put pressure on myself. So I think, well, going back to the first half, I think a lot of what I've done this year that's been pretty iconic is just the fact that I took big control over how I spend my time yeah, and who I spend my time with and what I give energy to. So like, I feel like I had a lot of people in my life at a certain point that just wanted to get a reaction mm-hmm. out of me instead of wanting to like have actual conversation, actually build a connection, actually have fun and actually be friends. It was just like, I'm a clown and let's laugh at him. Mm -hmm. And I think that once I stopped giving energy to those people that just wanted to see a spectacle in a show, my mental health improved, my self-worth leveled up because I feel like you should only give attention to people that are going to want the best for you. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just hope for good things for the rest of the year. I just want to work on keeping my mental health where it need to be and just like getting even more inspired again. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thanks, Felicia. <laughs> it's Whoa. really fun um, too. I keep going back to this every episode, I feel like, but I like that we've found a creative outlet other than videos. I agree. Because I enjoy making videos, but only when I enjoy making videos, yeah. if that makes sense. I, f- I feel like putting pressure on me to make videos when I'm at Holly Scoop doing videos, like two and three videos a day is... Yeah. So when I want to make videos is when I want to make videos. You can still hear and see me other places anytime you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I know that for whatever reason, my channel keeps on growing. So I will deliver videos, but I just want them to be stuff that, like, I can go back and look at and not cringe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm proud of uh, us for our podcast. Me too, Felicia. We've I love the pantry. We've stayed consistent. Tea. We've done right? it every we only week. One, we only missed one week, right? Yeah, we took a week off for the holidays. Yeah, that's it. I'm proud of us. Me too. Shout out to the pantry and all of his tasty snacks. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Honestly, because y'all are part of the pantry. Yeah. We appreciate you and your little ears wherever you may be listening. Yeah, I love whenever people tell us they listen to the podcast. Tea. It's so cool to know that there's people out there listening to this. <laughs> we said, we're just having a conversation. Y'all be like, we love it. Yeah, yeah. We love so, it, though. It's really cool. So thank you guys for supporting us. 
it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated honestly yes so um next episode mate you're gonna want to make sure you subscribe because we might have a sparkly special guest not sparkly i'm ready so you'll have to stay tuned i'm ready to sparkle and shine see what the sparkle and shine is gonna be next week i think they know I think he knows. Ooh, yes! He's got my heart beat. Skipping got that army. army. see what's under that. I want you bless my soul. And I got to think he knows. Oh! I think he knows. Wow, Taylor fucked me up on that track. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks, you guys. Um, subscribe, all the stuff, links in the description. Send, send us an email if you have a problem. We'll help you fix it like Bob the Builder. Mm, we sure will. <laughs> and we'll catch you guys next week. And sneak some peeks. Oh, you guys, this Friday that you're listening to this is Friday the 13th, and there's also a harvest moon. So cleanse everything, you know, get your sage out, cleanse your house, cleanse your crystals. Um, and watch Freddy versus Jason for me. And take a day to just enjoy it. Go outside, get in the moonlight, get recharged by the new harvest moon. Go off, Ariana Grande. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm going to be doing it. My house is going to be saged. My crystals are going to be saged. I'm going to get me some moon water. Oh, energize? Where do you get moon water from? You got to put some water out into the moon and let the water get energized from the moon. Oh, I thought you were buying it at like uh-uh. a witchcraft store. Oh, no, bitch. We make our own moon water out here. <laughs> oh but yes, God. take the take the 13th to just, you know, it's a new beginning. Yes. You're ushering in the new, the new moon. And think of Taylor Swift because 13. Right. T. Alert. Swifties be alert that day. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.